sushi. A few good men. Two marines entered the room of PFC William Santiago, and assaulted him. He died soon after. The NIS agent maintained Dawson and Downey were trying to stop Santiago naming Dawson in a fence line shooting. Lieutenant Commander Joanne Galloway thinks it was a code red. Division recommends Lieutenant Dan Caffey help her. When Caffey and Assistant Lieutenant Sam Weinberg arrive at Joe's office, she's disappointed. Caffey's been in the Navy nine months. Sam says Caffey has a great ability for plea bargaining. Joanne gives Caffey Santiago's letters from Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay. Santiago desperately wanted to be transferred. Finally, he offered to trade information about Dawson's fence line shooting for a transfer, all painting a shocking picture of Marine Corps life at Gitmo. Colonel Jessup reads one of Santiago's transfer request letters and asks, in the strongest terms, who PFC William T. Santiago is. Kendrick says Santiago is a member of 2nd Platoon Bravo. Apparently, Santiago is not very happy at Shangri-La, having written everybody but Santa Claus asking for a transfer. Santiago broke the chain of command, ratted on a member of his unit, and it would appear he can't run from here to there without collapsing. Markinson wants Santiago transferred, for his own safety. Jessup makes extreme light of Markinson's compassionate suggestion. Jessup has a responsibility to train Santiago. Taking a subpar marine and shipping him to another assignment puts lives in danger. Kathy and Sam speak with Dawson and Downey. Kathy discovers that a code red is an unofficial punishment. If a marine refuses to bathe, the men would scrub him with steel wool. Dawson confirms the attack on Santiago was a code red, non-fatal. They just wanted to shave his head. Then they noticed lots of blood on his face. Dawson called the ambulance, and when it arrived, the two were arrested. Santiago was given a code red because he broke the chain of command. Santiago should have thought of his unit first, the code being Unit, Corps, God, Country. Caffey can't believe the reverence Marines have for this code. Dawson sarcastically salutes Caffey, who tells Dawson he's the only friend they've got. Jessup says he called Markinson and Kendrick into his office, agreeing that Santiago should now be transferred. Joe thinks code reds still happen. Jessup says on the record... He discourages the practice in accordance with recent directives. 
off the record. It's an invaluable part of infantry training. Kathy requests a copy of Santiago's transfer order. Jessup says of course, puffing on his cigar, but Kathy must ask nicely. All Jessup wants is for Kathy to stand there in his fancy white uniform and extend him some courtesy. Danny does so and secures the order. Dawson says Kendrick ordered him and Downey to give Santiago a code red. Kendrick said don't touch Santiago, dismissed the platoon, came straight to Dawson and Downey's room and ordered them to do what they did, but not to kill. Kathy tells Dawson and Downey if they plead guilty to involuntary manslaughter, they'll be home in six months. Dawson says they won't dishonour themselves, their unit or the corps so that they can go home, sarcastically adding, Sir, Kathy's had enough. At the arraignment, the accused are charged with murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and conduct unbecoming a United States Marine. Kathy, however, pleads not guilty. Kathy thinks he was assigned the case because it's expected he'll settle. On September 6th, the accused entered Private First Class Santiago's room. They woke him up, tied his arms and legs, and forced a rag into his throat. Minutes later, a reaction called lactic acidosis caused his lungs to bleed. He drowned in his own blood and was dead at midnight 37. Dawson and Downey were told to give the code red, which then went bad. If you're a Marine at Gitmo, you follow orders or you pack your bags. Private Santiago was admitted to the ER at midnight 12 and pronounced dead at midnight 37. Lactic acid had caused Santiago's lungs to bleed. The usual 20 to 30 minutes before the lactic acidosis would occur happened faster with Santiago. Galloway asks why Sam hates the Marines so much. They tortured and tormented a weaker kid because he couldn't run very fast. Sam asks Galloway why she likes them so much. Because they stand on a wall and say, nothing's going to hurt you tonight, not on my watch. Kathy asks Barnes about code reds. They can be ordered for being late for meetings untidy barracks, or running too slowly. Santiago qualified for lots of code reds, but never received one prior to September 6th. Everyone was too afraid of Dawson. Barnes is given the Marine Recruit Outline and the Standard Operating Procedure book by Jack and asked to find the chapter on code reds. It's not there. Kathy asks Barnes to turn to the mess hall page. Barnes says that's not there either, but he still ate. 
Markinson appears and tells Kathy Kendrick gave the order for a code red and Jessup wanted Santiago kept on the base and trained. Markinson signed the transfer order only after Santiago died. Also, there was a flight that left seven hours earlier than the 0600 flight quoted by Jessup. Markinson says the first flight stateside left at 2300 hours, arriving at Andrews at 0200. Since Jessup's fixed the logbook, Caffey must get the logbook from Andrews to prove this flight landed there. Caffey calls Downey. Downey went to Santiago's room to carry out a code red, ordered by Kendrick minutes earlier. Jack establishes Downey was actually following an order from Dawson. Caffey's aware he'll be court-martialed if he falsely accuses a decorated officer of conspiracy and perjury. Even so, he decides to gamble and put Jessup on the stand. He has to make Jessup say he ordered the code red. Caffey thinks he wants to say it. Jessup says when he learned of Santiago's letters, he wanted Santiago transferred immediately. Santiago's life might be in grave danger otherwise. After being subpoenaed, Jessup packed and made three calls to Colonel Fitzhughes, Congressman Richmond and his sister. Santiago had written 14 letters in nine months requesting a transfer. Santiago was leaving for the rest of his life. As a result, he hadn't called a soul, and he hadn't packed a thing. Caffey suggests there was no transfer order, and Santiago wasn't going anywhere. Jessup grins, saying maybe Santiago was an early riser, and didn't have friends. Jessup gets up. Caffey says sit down. Caffey calls Airman O'Malley and Rodriguez of Andrews Air Base. Jessup calls it ridiculous. Jessup ordered Kendrick to say that Santiago wasn't to be touched. Jessup says Marines follow orders or people die. It's that simple. But if Jessup ordered Santiago was left alone, Santiago wouldn't be in danger and there'd be no need to transfer him. Jessup says Santiago was a substandard Marine. But Jessup said Santiago was being transferred because he was in grave danger. Caffey asks the colonel why the two orders. Jessup calls Caffey a snotty little bastard. Kendrick ordered a code red because that's what Jessup wanted him to do. And when it went bad, Jessup signed a phony transfer and doctored the logs, coercing the doctor. Jessup says they live in a world that has walls. And those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Disciplined men. People weep for Santiago and they curse the marines. They have that luxury. Deep down, people want Jessup on that wall. They need him on that wall. 
he has neither the time nor inclination to explain himself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the freedom he provides, then questions the manner in which he provides it. Kathy asks if he ordered the code red. Jessop says that's exactly what he did. Kathy suggests they move to an Article 39A session. Jessop maintains he did his job, and he'd do it again. MPs are ordered to guard the colonel. Jack reads a confused Jessop his rights. Jessop threatens to rip the eyes out of Kathy's head. Kathy says Jessop's under arrest. Jessop gets his hat from the floor. Later, Dawson and Downey are found guilty of conduct unbecoming a United States Marine. They are sentenced to time already served and will be dishonorably discharged from the Marine Corps. Loudon doesn't understand. He did nothing wrong. Galloway says it's not that simple. Dawson says they were supposed to fight for people like Willie who couldn't fight for themselves. Downey is taken away for paperwork. Kathy tells Dawson he doesn't need a patch on his arm to have honour. Dawson announces officer on deck and emphatically salutes Kathy, who salutes back. Galloway smiles at Kathy. Jack says goodbye to Kathy, he's got to go arrest Kendrick. Kathy finds himself alone in the courtroom and soaks up the atmosphere. Starring Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, Demi Moore, rated 18, directed by Rob Reiner, released in the UK 1992, runtime 2 hours 18 minutes.